That was kind of ugly. The Boston Celtics took the Lakers lightly with no LeBron, no Anthony Davis, and they paid the price for it. Celtics lose. It's embarrassing, and we're going to talk about it right now on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J-team, step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry O.B. Corrales above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Raining Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners. B. There, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast, right here in the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day, and I got you covered every single day with a free, fresh podcast dropped directly to your device, even after the Celtics lose an embarrassing loss to the Lakers without LeBron, without Anthony Davis. Uh, I'm still here for you, man. Monday through Friday, I got you covered with everything you need to know about this game. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcast. Become an everyday or shout out to all of the people who came up to me. Here at the TD Garden, uh, I am, by the way, John Corrales. If you are new to the show, I played ball a long time ago. Now I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal, and I'm here covering this team on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Monday through Friday, bonus podcasts uh, when they play on the weekends. So shout out to all the people who came out. Uh, everybody say I, I talked to uh, somebody from Denmark, uh, somebody from uh, the Netherlands, uh, I talked to shout out Navajo nation in Arizona represented here at this game tonight. Wish you guys had a better game to watch because the Celtics blew this one one fourteen one Oh five to the Lakers. And it boils down to this. I'll get into, well, we'll talk about Jalen Brown being an all-star later. We'll talk about all the other stuff later. Let's just get to the big takeaway here. The big takeaway here is that they heard, LeBron James and Anthony Davis weren't playing, and they said, ah, phew, cool, we got this. Uh, and Porzingis after the game said that they looked at each other and they said, oh, this is going to be tough. I, I kind of don't believe that, that they sat there and like, okay, guys, this is going to be a tough game, because if they believed that this was going to be a tough game, they would have come out with a little bit better execution, a little bit better effort. I think they said to themselves, Hey, you know, the, the guys that were playing are going to be tough, but they thought to themselves, we got it. We got this game. And Joe Mazzulla said after the game as much, he said this, this having them miss LeBron and AD did two things. Number one, it brought Boston's guard down. And number two, it brought their energy up. And that is the most predictable thing that can happen in a game. I wrote about it before the game started. And in, in my uh, pregame, a uh, little thing on Boston Sports Journal. I, everybody can see that this is this is the storyline here. Good team facing a bad team. This was already a bad team, right? They're, they're five hundred, right? They're they're struggling. Everybody's talking about the Lakers. Uh, Listen to Zach Lowe's podcast, and they're like, "Can we move on from the Lakers? I don't think it's going to come together for them." And so the Celtics came into this already with, "Hey, let's." You know, this is probably like an easier type of game. And then they're missing their two best players. And I'm sure they said they, they thought that they could cruise. But as always, 
The other team, no matter how bad, has NBA players. And the worst NBA player is one of the best players in the world. We have to understand that. I'm sure the guys understand that, but yet they don't play like it. And it's not a Boston Celtics exclusive thing. This happens to teams around the NBA all the time. It's frustrating as hell when it happens. It feels embarrassing when it happens because you should not be losing. All right, they played tough. The Lakers played tough. There's nothing you can do uh, about other teams playing above their heads in a situation like this. This was an absolute perfect scenario for some of these guys in the Lakers who have been crushed in the media, who have been demeaned by you know conversations uh, about trades and such. This is a great opportunity for guys who maybe had to take a back seat, maybe saw their usage drop, maybe don't feel like they're being used the right way to go out there and say, "Hey, if we're play if we get to play the way we know we can play, then hey, look at what we can do." And hey, look, it's a TNT game. So let's go out there against the Celtics, the big bad Boston Celtics, who everybody's already crowning as the NBA's best. Let's go out there and show them what we got. And that's what they did. D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, all these guys came out and, and showed what they had. The Celtics could have countered that by playing well, but they sucked. They came out in the first quarter, and for some reason, because I'm a lunatic, I rewatched before I, I uh, started this show. I rewatched the nine turnovers that they had in that first quarter. They had nine in the first quarter, which is absolutely outrageous for them to have nine first quarter turnovers against the Lakers. But they did, and they were horrible, just completely just losing the ball. They just dribbled. All of a sudden, Drew Holiday's dribbling and... Oh, oops. I just stopped dribbling the basketball. Kristaps uh, Porzingis throwing a pass to nobody. Jalen Brown throwing a pass to nobody. Everybody was involved. Yeah, Jalen and Kristaps had three apiece. So that's six of the nine, but everyone had like some uh, sort of uh, role in the turnovers. Either it was the turnovers or it was the 10, 10 offensive rebounds that they allowed in the first quarter. The Lakers average eight and a half offensive rebounds per game. They are literally the worst team in the NBA when it comes to offensive rebound. And they had 10 in the first quarter. That's how little effort Boston put into this. It was disgusting. I call it embarrassing. Now, Joe Mazzulla after the game talked about, I was like, I, I don't like to use the word embarrassing. I sh you shouldn't say that a, a, another man is, is, should be embarrassed. Okay. That's, that's his own kind of thing. That's his own, uh, whatever that you don't want to use them, the term embarrassed. That's fine. I will, because from a basketball standpoint, this was embarrassing. You didn't put in the, the effort that you should have didn't play with the force, the, the toughness that you should have. And you let a Lakers team that's already bad get going and you could never turn off that water, which is bad. It's just bad all the way around. So this whole first segment is just 
trashing the Celtics for an absolute poor effort game. They came out, played terribly. They deserved all of the booze that they got. They deserve the consternation. They deserve what they get for this game. Okay? They deserve what they get for this game because this game was their absolute worst game of the season. Worse than the Clippers game because at least they started hot in that game. Worse than the Milwaukee game because that was like uh, a ridiculous scheduling quirk on the back to back and all those games in a row. Like it was just that was no legs. So I can dismiss that late that Clippers, I mean the uh the Bucks loss. The Clippers one started they started off well and it just started to decline as the shots didn't fall. This one, their shots weren't falling. They didn't take the right shots, they didn't play offense the right way, they were lazy, it was gross, it was bad. So Yes, the Celtics were booed. Yes, they had to listen to the Lakers fans who were here chant, let's go Lakers. It was embarrassing. That, from a basketball standpoint, is embarrassing. You don't want to have the other team's fans in your building chanting for their team noticeably, loudly. You don't want that. But it happened. Okay, now what? What happens from here? Yeah, they deserve what they get for this game. But, geez, let's not overreact. I'll talk about that. I'll talk about some of the other stuff that happened in this game. And the Celtics moving on in just a second. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook is America's number one sportsbook. It's the official sportsbook of Locked On. And it's that for a reason. Because Super Bowl is here, and the FanDuel Sportsbook is the best way to get in on the action Grab your seat on the couch, get your favorite favorite snacks, and play some super bets on the Super Bowl. FanDuel has so many ways for you to get this one last W this season. Look, Super Bowl Sunday is a fun day, and when it comes to betting, you can bet on all sorts of things. That's kind of what makes it fun because you have this one game where everybody's watching, and you get fun prop bets like which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored. Now, you, yeah, you have your over-under, you have your money line, you have all that stuff. But, look, getting together with your friends and cheering for things that will happen, weird things that will happen in the game, on top of who you want to win or lose, is great. So, open up FanDuel and, look, if you're a new customer, go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Join today. You get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. So, place your bets. If that first bet of $5 or more wins, Boom, 200 bucks in bonus bets just for that. So FanDuel.com slash LockedOn is the website. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It's an official sportsbook partner of the NFL, and the best part about FanDuel is the tools that help you gamble responsibly. Set your limits, set your, your budget, all of that stuff, and have fun. Gambling responsibly is fun. Thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Go check out Locked On Sports today, the first ever national streaming, uh, 24-7 streaming sports channel on YouTube. Put it on, leave it on in the background, and you'll hear sports talk all day long, the biggest stories in sports. It's uh, it's a great time because you get to uh, listen to real people, real fans, real experts talk about sports and not people yelling at each other, which is great. I don't like all of the yelling and fake arguments and all that stuff. We know that these people don't believe in half the stuff that they're saying, but they say it just to get people riled up. We don't do that on Locked On. 
We're here to talk about real stuff, like the Celtics losing to the Lakers. And, oh, my God, seeing reactions to people of, like, this is, you know, Joe. every loss is the worst thing in the world. And Kristaps Porzingis even joked about it afterwards. He's like, yeah, this sucks. Uh, you know, you lose to the Lakers, and, you know, especially for fans and for us, it's over, always a rivalry. You don't want to lose, but this is the NBA. It's almost like a script. You're going to lose this type of game. Fans are going to think this is the end of the world. We just lost to the Lakers without AD, without LeBron. It's the end of the season. Boom, we're done. But he says it's just a loss. It's just a loss which we have to learn from. This is the separation between fans and athletes. The fan, you, probably sitting there going like, I can't believe, I can't believe this. They lost to the Lakers. They didn't have their stars. This is so horrible. This is so embarrassing. What the hell is going on with these guys? You're not, you're not going to be a championship team playing like this. And yeah, you have the right to do that, right? You're a fan. You get caught up in these moments. You you pissed off. It's the Lakers. It's, you know, it's losing to a team with D'Angelo Russell always seems to be off-putting anyway. Uh, Austin Reeves getting hot and doing his little three-point celebration is like annoying. Uh, so yeah, I get it. You're pissed off. You should be pissed off, but at the same time, the Celtics are moving on and they should move on because you can't compound mistakes. I, I, the one thing I need to hammer home here is the players don't see it the way you do. Players don't see it the way fans do. You get the luxury of living and dying with these games. They can't do that because you get pissed off, you tweet, you leave a comment in the in the YouTube section, the YouTube page, you go to sleep, you wake up, you go to work, your life moves on. They have a job to do. They need to go out there and play the Memphis Grizzlies on Sunday, and they better not lose to the Grizzlies on Sunday, right? So they get a couple days off, they got to get a practice in, a film session, get themselves right, and recover. And the only way to do that is to move on, right? It's it's a phenomenon in NBA locker rooms where, and you might have heard Scal talk about this uh, on the broadcast once or twice. NBA team loses a game. is even a game like this. You go back in the locker room, first half hour, hour, whatever it is, it's quiet. Guys are pissed off. And then it starts to go away. And by the end of the night, by the time everybody gets in their cars, they're generally like over it because you you have to be over it. And so the Celtics are going to be moving on. Part of what happened in this game is that the Lakers got hot and there's nothing you can do about that in some respects. This is a middle of the pack three-point shooting team. They shot 19 of 36. The, the Celtics came out with the effort that they did the first quarter was their worst quarter of the season, I feel like. But they did clean things up. They they only had, uh, you know, they had the nine in turnovers in the first quarter. They had uh, 12 at halftime. They finished with 15. So the second half, they cleaned it up. The Lakers had 10 offensive rebounds in the first quarter. They had five the rest of the way. So they cleaned that up. But Austin Reeves went seven of 10. D'Angelo Russell, four of eight from three. Rui Hachimura, three of six from three. They shot 19 of 36, almost 53%. They were 19 of 26 from the line. Boston went to the line seven times. So the Celtics shot 16 of 48 from three. 
But they lost the three-point battle by, what, there was three shots, so nine there. They lost the free-throw battle by 12, so that's 21-point difference. They end up losing the game by nine, so they made up for it in other places by getting to the rim. Uh, you can argue that they probably could have gone to the line more, but, you know, you don't you don't deserve to go to the line more in a game like this, I don't think. So, whatever. Uh, but they they did do things in the second half. It's not like they completely fell. It's not like they got, they got blown out. They just, it, it was a horrible effort and it snowballed from there. And once these guys got hot, once you give a bad shooting team confidence, it's a very easy way to have that avalanche come down on you. Cause a bad shooting team with, con- you know, getting confidence in their shot, all of a sudden that's, that stuff can start falling in a hurry. So the Celtics have to take that, have to understand, like, you can't play with the effort that you played with in the first quarter, and you you have to move on. You have to say, you got to come out and be better. Now, this is a tough stretch for them, right? They've lost uh, – they're 2-2 two and two in their last four. It's a, it's a stretch of 500 basketball. And, okay, not ideal. They have things kind of lightening up moving forward. They get two days off. After this game, which is a luxury, they play the Grizzlies. Then they have two days off again. It's like four, you know, one game in uh, five days is an absolute luxury for this team right now. So they have a little bit of a reprieve. They have the All Star break coming up. As much as we want to go crazy and kill them, and people will in the comments, people are going to go crazy in the YouTube comments. I get it. You know, Joe Missoula, Joe Missoula's fault. There's nothing Joe Missoula could have done about this. He called his timeouts. He ran, he, he benched, uh, he benched Jalen Brown, Kristaps Porzingis, Drew Holiday, three minutes into the third quarter. And that offensive rebound, it happened right here behind me, if you're watching on YouTube, they gave up this offensive rebound. I forget who got it. Might have been Jackson Hayes. Four Celtics around. None of them grabbed the rebound. Hayes gets it. I think it's a three-point play. Three minutes into the quarter, Missoula says, boom, you guys are on the bench. And Porzingis was like, yeah, that was the right move. Jalen Brown says, it never happened to me before, but there was nothing I could say. I was playing poorly. They all they understood. But, I mean, Joe did what, like a lot of these things. He, he, benched, he benched his, like, three of his best players. He benched them three minutes into the third quarter. You have to go back to them at some point. But he tried he tried a lot of different things. It just didn't work. These guys, look, you can say you can say a lot, right? You can tell them before the game, play hard. And they're like, yeah, okay, no problem. And they don't. Like, the players, it's up to the players. Like, this is completely on the players. People want to get on Joe Missoula. If you're getting on Joe Missoula after this game, then it's you're getting, you're just, that's the only thing you know. I hate to say it, but like, if you're getting on Joe Missoula after this game, then you're going to get on Joe Missoula after everything, right? If they win by 40, you're going to say he should have won by 50, and he sucks. So, like, at some point, the 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 types of uh, Missoula criticisms they're just going to happen. This is completely on the players, but they have to move on, right? The Lakers got super hot because of the way the Celtics played, and it burned them. 
And now the Lakers, the Lakers win the NBA belt. The Lakers uh, get to uh, enjoy that. They, they, you know, they get to enjoy a win. Great. They proved something. Um, I'm kind of done with this. I'm kind of done with this game. What more do you need to say? The bench played well. The guys on the bench, the, the best thing I can tell you is everybody on the bench was a plus when it comes to plus minus. They were all on the positive side. Hauser, probably the best player of the game. Hauser, 17 points plus six. Horford, plus three. Pritchard, plus 13. Kata, seven, uh, plus seven. Uh, even Banton and Mikhailuk uh, in garbage time were plus four. Starters, Jalen Brown, minus 20. He was horrible. Jason Tatum, minus 12. He was horrible with volume. Not horrible. He hit five of 10 from three. But he, like, he had 23 points, but I didn't think he played his best. Porzingis, not great. Minus 22. Derek White, minus 19. It's an all or nothing stretch from Derek White. Drew Holiday, minus nine. All of those guys were minuses. Okay. That's the bench was the only positive in this game. So give them the love. Hauser. Pritchard, Kata, especially those guys were, like I said, Hauser was probably the best player of the game. So that's it. Let's talk about Jalen Brown being an all-star. We'll talk about that in a second. Today's show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. It's fun because it's you versus the projections, right? It's you picking two to six players. You get to get their projections. Jason Tatum points more or less than the points that they they set up. You win, you win money, right? You pick, you get all six right. You get twenty five times your money. That's pretty damn good. Uh, you can switch between sports. You can combine sports: football, basketball. When baseball is here, hockey. You do hockey. You do golf. You know wherever anything, anything that's being played, basically. It's it's here on Prize Picks, and if a player gets hurt, they get a reboot policy. You got insurance; it's the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Your player gets hurt in the first half, can't come back in the second half. Your your pick is rebooted, so not no risk. Well, little risk, minimal risk. Uh, so go ahead and go have some fun. They've even got weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts, like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to twenty five percent to provide even more value. That's fun. Go ahead, have fun. Go to prizepicks.com slash NBA. And as a bonus, if you use that code LockdownNBA, all lowercase, you get a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. So whatever you deposit, up to one hundred dollars, boom, they'll basically they'll double it. So prizepicks.com slash NBA. It's a great way to play fantasy sports, uh, daily fantasy sports, because it's daily fantasy sports. Made easy. Thanks for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Go check out Lockdown NBA right now. Lockdown NBA is your uh, rotating hosts all week long. Going to get you covered. The whole league, the big picture stories, the fun stories. It's uh, it's a good time over there at Lockdown NBA. I host on Wednesdays with Jake Madison, so go check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, let's, let's finish on a high note. Jalen Brown made the all-star team. He was selected as a reserve in the Eastern Conference. And, uh, you know, it's a nice, it's a nice uh, validation for him uh, coming off the, uh, you know, I thought he started the season slow, and then he, he has 
shown himself to be uh, a really uh, uh, important, uh, I think, piece to a championship puzzle here for uh, the Celtics. So he's, I think, I think get, becoming an All Star uh, was a no brainer. It's his third All Star. Uh, I did see the 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 Zach Lowe piece where he said Jalen's a little overrated. Uh, I thought he was fair to Jalen in that piece. I, I kind of disagree that he's overrated, but you know he is prone to some some bad games though. And so you know I think I think All Star and borderline All NBA is 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 right for him. All Star reserve potential All NBA player. That that's right where Jalen Brown should be valued, and I think he's he is that player. Uh, I don't care that his counting stats are down because everybody's counting stats are down on uh, on the Celtics because that's part of the sacrifice that they're making. That's, I think, I, th- I think that's just part of it. Um, so I, 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 I think this is a obvious, like obviously he was going to make the all-star team, uh, but some people didn't have him on their all-star teams, which was uh, kind of mind-blowing to me. So the all-star team in the East is Giannis, Embiid, Halliburton, Lillard, Tatum as the starters. Reserves are Bam, Adebayo, Paolo Bancaro. Congratulations to him. That was nice. Uh, Jalen, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Maxey, Donovan Mitchell, Julius Randle. Randle is uh, hurt. He has a a dislocated shoulder. Uh, Joel Embiid is hurt. He has a torn meniscus. So those are two players that are going to need injury replacements. That increases the possibility that maybe Kristaps Porzingis gets it. It's two front court players. You don't have to stick with the front court as a reserve, but they do like to kind of stick with that. It doesn't have to be, but they like to kind of replace apples to apples. Uh, they tend to go down the list in that regard of like the voting, the final fan media coaches vote. So there's a possibility here that that Porzingis can be named to the All Star team, and Boston can get three. There's an outside chance that Derek White can get in. Uh, as well, uh, or or I wouldn't say as well, like four guys. I would say it's possible that Derek White gets in, possible that Porzingis gets in. Um, the Celtics getting three would be deserved, but there is a long list of players that could get in ahead of those guys. So I think any way it goes, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. But I think I think there is a chance that Porzingis can get in. Uh, it sucks that Jalen got this all-star nod and and this was the game that that he had and this was the game that the Celtics had and he can't celebrate that a little bit. But I'm sure I'm sure he's gonna celebrate it anyway. You know, they got two days off. Tonight's the night to go out, you know, blow off some steam. Like Tatum said after the game, it's like everybody has a bad week at work. This was a bad week at work, and everybody has it, and he's this is their job. He, he said, This is our job. You know, it's it's a hell of a job. You get paid pretty well, but it's still it's still their job. And sometimes you have a bad week at work. It sucks that Jalen had to experience that and and have the. I mean, he was just not good in this game. But regardless, congratulations to JB for making the All Star team. And we'll see. Maybe the Celtics get more. That's it. I'm done. Uh, not much more to to go on about here. Celtics are off on Friday and Saturday. They come back on Sunday to play the Grizzlies. They start that game at 6 p.m. Eastern, so a little bit earlier, which means the podcast will drop a little bit earlier. This show is a Monday through Friday show with bonus podcasts when they do play on a Friday or Saturday. So normally I record Sunday through Thursday to get you your Monday through Friday shows in the morning. 
So if they play Friday night, they play Saturday night, I will do a bonus podcast. That's a very good reason to subscribe to the show and become an everydayer. Be with me with every show. Do like the people that come up to me here at Section 19 at the TD Garden. If you're in here, come to Section 19. Come say hi. And, um, you know, we'll shoot. We'll, you know, we'll talk a little bit and uh, have some fun. So I appreciate you all. Now, I would love it if you shared the podcast, spread the word, tell everybody they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day.